Hello, and welcome to the Overflow Podcast. My name is Craig Booker. The title of this episode is Inviting God Into Your Worry. The material in this episode is inspired by Winning the War on Worry by Louis Giglio. Note, I will talk a lot about mental health, but please note this is not a substitute for therapy or mental health care. I am not a counselor or physician. If you need help with mental health challenges, please find a qualified mental health professional. The title of this episode is Inviting God Into Your Worry. In last week's episode, we talked about embracing concern and rejecting worry. In this episode, we're going to pick up with inviting God into the daily interactions of our worry. So in this section of the book, uh, Louis picks up, starts talking about you know, basically, what do we know based on what we've learned so far? Like, we've gone through a few different chapters. We're, we're covered a lot so far. And what we know is that knowing who worry is, which is a liar, and what worry is made of, it's anatomy rooted in fear, we can know our enemy and his tactics. So he goes on to say, and knowing our enemy is essential to being able to fight well. This quote is from Sun Tzu from The Art of War. If you know your enemy and know yourself, you need not fear the result of a hundred battles. If you know yourself but not the enemy, for every victory gained, you will also suffer a defeat. If you know neither the enemy nor yourself, you will succumb in every battle. And Louis goes on to say, as we continue this journey to become more equipped to win the war on worry, we, we know our enemy. His purpose is to take us down and steal our joy. Uh, and that's referencing, it's not a direct quote, but it's from John 10.10. 10. So we also need to know ourselves. And most importantly, we need to know our God. Because here's the reality. If we don't know God, we won't be able or willing to invite him into our worry. That's a big problem because the act of inviting God into our worry is one of the most crucial strategies of winning this war. He goes into the section that's titled Going on the Offensive. It's not enough to call worry out or to break it down and study it. If we want to win this battle, we need to strap on our armor and get ready to go on the offensive. So he talks about like our first battle is to surrender our concerns to God in prayer. Philippians 4, 6 of the NLT says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Louis goes on to say, Paul wasn't just saying, don't worry. He was giving you an additional offensive step to take. He was encouraging you to invite God into your worry by telling him everything that's concerning you. The word worry in this verse means to rip into pieces. It's the same word, it's the same for the word anxiety in scripture. Anxiety and worry tear our minds and hearts apart. That's why we have the phrase, I was worried to pieces. Worry turns our peace into pieces. God wants us to bring every little piece to him. That's the first step in how God brings us peace. Just like Adam and Eve in the garden, our first response when we miss the mark is to hide or run from God. Much like them, you know, when we mess up, our, our first response is to either try to hide or run from God. When uh, Louis says, 
we run from God when we need to be running to him. Uh, he goes on to say, don't try and fix worry on your own. You might be stuck in worry and feel like there's no way out. Uh, but also he goes on to say, don't hide from God. Uh, you might feel ashamed and embarrassed that you cannot do better. You might feel like a failure. Uh, but, you know, the purpose or the idea here is that we not try to fix it on our own and we don't try to hide from God. But that's exactly what we try to do in most cases when we have worry, fear, anxiety, uh, is we we kind of turn inward instead of going to God. So it, it says, what should we do? Uh, we need to call out to God. We need to, you know, tell him what we need, tell him our struggles. We need to invite God into the anxiety and worry through prayer. And then we need to tell God what we need and thank him for all he's done when you do this god is in the middle of your worry with you so that's bringing him in to the worry he goes on to talk about uh, abiding in the vine he says we counter anxiety by abiding and what does it mean to abide to abide is to remain or dwell uh, louis says to stay in constant posture it's to stay in a constant posture of surrender and dependency not on your own strength and for, I don't know if I made a typo there, but and for own power, but on the character and nature of God. John 15, 5 of the NLT, it says, I am the vine, you are the branches. Those who remain in me and I in them will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. Louis says, we are the branches. Jesus is the vine. That means that he's the source of life of nutrients, of richness and vitality. He is our source. We are the receivers. As branches, our job is to remain. We are to stay connected to the vine. And when we do, we bear much fruit. Uh, Galatians 5, 22 through 23 ESV says, the fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Louis says, when we invite God into our worry, we surrender offboard our need for control, and we onboard his call to dwell and abide in him. And the next thing we know, we're bearing fruit. We're blossoming with patience, love, and peace. For most of us, the primary reason we fall short on abiding and dwelling with God isn't because we're not spiritual enough or because we don't understand the, the concept. Most of us fall short of abiding and dwelling because we're easily distracted. And so in, in this section of the book, he goes on talks, talking about one of the reasons why we're so easily distracted is due to our screens, our devices. And, you know, he says how, you know, how much time we, the average person, I think, spends on a screen and talks about how many times we pick it up and all of that information that you've probably heard and other forms and other places. And he says he's not here to like throw stones or accuse people of doing it. He says he he uses his device much like we anybody else uses their device, but he's just showing how, I guess, how prevalent distraction is and how easy it is for us to be distracted by, by our devices and the type of reward it provides our brain when we are always on our device. The thing with abiding is that it takes time. Just as it's hard to pour water into a shaky cup, 
it's difficult for the peace of God to flow into a heart that's in constant motion. When we quiet ourselves and sit before him, really sit and create space to surrender our fears, our anxieties, our burdens to him, then we abide. When we spend time with Jesus, we read his word and meditate on his truth and his life. We begin to unlock something in our souls. So in in this section, he says, we start by breathing out the lies that cause us to feel anxious or stressed. Next, we need to fill that space with something good, something true. And as we breathe in, we proclaim a promise of God. So he, he gives some examples here, I think that'll help it make more sense. So if you're, you know, you might be breathing out saying, I'm abandoned, and then you breathe in uh, and say, God is in me. You breathe out saying, my enemies are against me. Breathe in, God is for me. Breathe out, I am weak. Breathe in, God is bigger than me. Breathe out, I am lacking. Breathe in, God is enough for me. Breathe out, I am forgotten. Breathe in, God is faithful to me. But the practical exercise is is one where we're, you know, we're breathing out a lie and we're breathing in and replacing it with truth a promise of God. And so I think as individuals, we can figure out things that really resonate with us. Maybe we identify lies that we're believing ourselves, and then we go through the Bible and find a promise or a word from God that kind of counters that lie. And so I think that's a great exercise we could all do to help us in our daily walk as we identify lies and try to replace them with the truth of God. Uh, we're trained to identify problems and come up with fixes that will get us through or get us through, get us over, or get us around the issue. But that's not the answer to our war on worry. When it comes to our war, we we don't need a solution. We need a savior. So uh, as humans, our tendency is you know, ever since the garden, our tendency is to try to live a life apart from God. Um, and instead of just trusting in him, we try to find fixes ourselves. When someone's struggling, their their tendency is typically not to reach out to a friend. Some people, that may be their first instinct, but a lot of people that are struggling with brain health, uh, anxiety, fear, uh, depression, they typically turn inward instead of doing what would really help, which is to reaching out to God or reaching out to a friend. And so, you know, what this is hinting at is that we don't need to solve it ourselves. Uh, we really need to tap into God and to reach out to God. Uh, I would also add to that we also need to reach out to other people uh, like our community. We have discussion questions here for this section. It says, take two minutes, shut down your phone, sit in the quiet and focus on your breathing. Breathe in deeply through your nose and out through your mouth. Make a note of how you feel. That's number one. Number two, it says Galatians 5 compares the fruit of the flesh with the fruit of the spirit. Read over those scriptures and reflect which of those fruit are currently most evident in your life three it says god wants to hear about what concerns you 
what holds what holds you back from going to God with the big and small things that weigh weigh you down. Number four is the scriptures often describe God as a place of refuge. What does refuge mean? And why would it be beneficial for you to have a strong and sturdy refuge to run to? That's all for this episode. If you would like to receive updates about future episodes of Overflow, head over to overflow.community slash subscribe. Remember, no one should face anxiety or depression alone. Join a growing community learning about brain health and following Jesus. For more information, head over to overflow.community slash connect.